Next on BYU Sports Nation, the one BYU moment that was supposed to be epically awesome, and then it really wasn't. Are you excited? This is a one-hour show, right? Bronze medalist in the Olympics, more recently the Volleyball Nations League, Taylor Sander joins the program. Plus the top 10 running backs BYU will face in 2018 and who you would label the freak athlete on the current BYU football team. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, back to work on Wednesday, July 11th. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us, as always. Brought to you by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who sometimes prefers a banana Slurpee, Jerem Jordan. Never had a banana Slurpee before. Why do they have that flavor? I don't know. Is it really because popular enough? It. Is it popular enough to have a banana Slurpee flavor? Because I've never I, gotten it either. I, I see it all I the time. I would think that 7-Eleven had focus groups and there was somebody that wanted a banana Slurpee. I'm confused. It is July 11th. It is 7-Eleven. It is 7-Eleven. Slurpee day. So are we taking your 128-ounce uh, mug and uh, getting a, a Slurpee for yes, free today? Yes, and 12 of those ounces will be free, I think. That's it? <laughs> All you have to do is stand in line for an hour. Just bring in a bucket. Yeah. Yesterday was uh, like Chick-fil-A day or something. So if you dress like a cow. Which I think is or you great. you wear like a cow shirt or something. Free Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so you get in. So I, d- I went to another establishment nearby a Chick-fil-A. And it was hard to get into that establishment because of the line. I've done it before. They, you have uh, a scenario where you can print off like cow spots online through Chick-fil-A's website and like tape them to you and like a cow nose and you, this, you this get free a, food. That's really fun. <laughs> I'm going to print cow spots. Have, put them on me. Have I and my family done that before? Absolutely. Free Chick-fil-A. <laughs> this is free food week apparently. I love Chick-fil-A. I know. So it's worth it. Yeah, I, I saw a homeless guy wandering near the store, and I was like, how do I get this guy the cow spots so we can get some food? Get some free Chick-fil-A with the cow spots on, yeah. and then go get your free banana Slurpee well, at 7-Eleven. Always keep cow spots in your car just in case. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. If you don't learn anything else from today's program, I hope it's that. Well, we've got that. Jason Shepard tweets in. He's probably upstairs. Banana Slurpees are the best. Jason. What? Banana I t- Slurpees? I told you there's money in the banana Slurpee stand. Over wild cherry and blue raspberry and Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew and Pina Colada. Really, banana? I just don't get it. I don't get it. I like bananas, but banana Slurpee? There's not a, more, there's not a better flavor? Go banana! All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Go bananas about this. Bruce Feldman, writer for The Athletic just produced his 2018 college football freaks list. No BYU athletes on said list, but if there were, Jerem, who is the freakiest athlete on the BYU football team right now? Listen, potentially we go B-A-N-A-N-A-S for this player this year. It's Bo Hodge. He's 6'1", 220, muscles for days, fast, strong. We've compared him a little bit to one Taysom Hill. Remember this at a spring? All oiled up and muscles, this picture of Bo Hodge. 
if you can't see it, just trust me, he's looking uh, muscly. He is a freak athletically. Unfortunately, he's had some injuries, one with a, a foot, another with uh, you know concussions. He's a son of an NFL running back. Like, the DNA is there, dog. When your dad was in Tecmo Super Bowl, you got a chance. And we've seen flashes of brilliance from one Bo Hodge. Bo Hodge. But I would love to see what Bo Hodge can do healthy and able. Now, will, will we be able to see that in the next two years? That's the question. I'm hoping Bo gets some run. I think he's a freak athletically. Yeah, on offense, Bo Hodge is the guy. But if you look at the defensive side of the ball, there is a man that stands at 6 feet, 10 inches, is long, has a huge vertical as of a couple of weeks ago, was doing alley-oop windmill dunks on a basketball floor, looks better and bigger than he ever has, and his name is Corbin Kafusi. Dual sport athletes generally are freak athletes, but he's all in on football and is prepared for over a year for only football. And that's the first time he's done that in his BYU career. He has focused in like never before. So I expect bigger numbers than Corbin Kafusi has ever put up on the football field during his senior season. Just he is an imposing physical presence on the end. Yeah, he's big. He's an enormous human being. I thought he had a good season. He had six sacks. Yeah. That's a good season. Yes. You expect more than that? I do this year. That's a good season. I like if he equals that against his schedule. That's quality. Not much there. more. You know, seven or eight sacks. I think that would be fantastic for Corbin Kufusi. Be a lot. Earlier this week, twelve eighty the zone, uh, Salt Lake radio station interviewed BYU men's basketball assistant coach Lee Kamard about recruiting in Europe. Kamard said the Cougars won't be going to Europe to recruit just to do it, but rather will try to find the talent that moves the needle. Kamard will be in Latvia and Macedonia at the end of the month. Spencer, what's your reaction to Lee Kamard's comments? Just find the best players wherever they are. I don't care where you're from. If you're from Macedonia or Latvia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, I don't care. If you can play. If you can obey the honor code and get buckets. Exactly. If you can play and you can adhere to the honor code and you want to be at BYU, come to Provo. Go to the NCAA tournament because that's what BYU is trying to do. They're trying to get back to that norm. Are some of the best players in the world international? Clearly. Look at the NBA draft. I mean, statistically, over the last decade or 15 years, it feels like at least 25 or 30% of the NBA draftees are international, sometimes more than that. So, yeah, go out, recruit different countries. If you can adhere to BYU and you want to be here, they can play. Go get them. Go get them. The first great international player, according to Billy Packer, was one Crescent Chelsea. BYU has a history of, uh, of getting some good international players. Jonathan Tavernari, Rafael Araujo, among others. In men's volleyball, BYU has this pipeline of Puerto Ricans. Could BYU establish some kind of European pipeline? St. Mary's has made a living um, off of Australians. Like, hopefully BYU can find a player or two that could contribute. And you're right. I don't care if they're from Orem. I don't care if there's three of them from Lone Peak, unless they all leave early or whatever. I, I want good players no matter where they come from. But an injection of flavor from Europe I think could be something that could be useful to BYU. Could, can BYU find like a stretch four from Europe that can play? Can they find a pointer? Can, I, I don't really care what type of player. I, I do think that it'd be awesome. Now, BYU has tried to inject Europeans into the program. They have to take an English test 
and be good enough in that test. And BYU standard is pretty high on that test. Not every school, uh, you know, has the same scoring uh, requirements for that test. There was one player from Russia that BYU tried to get in this last year, but he didn't score high enough on that test, apparently. Yeah, BYU so, standards typically are higher across the board. Yeah. To, for better or worse of the athletic program. Like, you could argue, wait a minute, can we compete at a high level if we're going to do this? And the question, the answer for BYU is, we're going to try and do that right now. So I, I'm cool with this. I think that if Lee Kamard, who played in Europe for several years, can be that connection and that contact and go over there and find some, a guy or two or three for the future. I think this can only help BYU. Why not? Certainly. Try and impose your will on the Australian pipeline connection that Randy Bennett has going at St. Mary's. Uh, Steal his, a guy. And his main guy left the program. His connection, his main connection go with get, Australia. Go get some program. guys from down under. Gordon Hayward of the Boston Celtics, while we're on the basketball topic, experienced a raw and very real moment as a father yesterday. <laughs> During the gender <laughs> reveal for his third child. Let me paint the picture for you. They have a box with balloons in it, and if they're pink balloons, it's a girl. If they're blue balloons, it's a boy, okay? Many of you have participated, whether yourself and it's your child or a sibling or somebody else, in a gender reveal situation. It's become all the rage. Well, he opens up the box, and out come pink balloons. He already has two daughters, which means he's having a third daughter. Don't call me daughter. Then there was like this, yay. And then you can hear his wife say, are you excited? And he's like, Daddy's always excited in front of his daughters. At least fake it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. This took off on the internet. And all of these people, I saw things like when you're a Mormon missionary and you get your call and you're expecting South Africa yeah. or international and it's Idaho. My, uh, <laughs> my dad went to Boise. So or whatever. Okay. We love all the Idahoans. I was born in Idaho. Several very funny memes in relation to what happened here. Got us thinking. What's the BYU moment that you're all amped up for? Excitement building. Should have been epically awesome. And then it just wasn't. 2014, Utah State. Halftime jersey retirement of Jim McMahon, the greatest quarterback who's walked these lands. Uh, BYU was down 28-14 at halftime. Taysom Hill's injured. Everyone knows the season, the hopes for a special season are over. And it just just sucked because Jim McMahon's awesome. But it just, it wasn't awesome at halftime. That one hurt. To this day is the weirdest live fan experience I have ever gone through at a BYU game. Just there was no energy in a sellout crowd when BYU was ranked in the top 20. It it was, I felt terrible for Jim. Yeah. I thought, man, what a. I also felt bad for Taysom Hill, but uh, yeah. Yeah, for both of them. Other nominees. Oh, for me, it's 2008. 2008, Quest for Perfection. BYU gets ranked as high as eight. After going six and zero, and then TCU happens, and then BYU gets to ten and one, is ranked sixteenth, plays at eighth ranked Utah, and just gets crushed. Max Hill uh, Hall has five interceptions and one fumble, and it was like, ugh. and then the loss to Arizona in the Vegas yes. Bowl to close it out. And BYU still finished that season with ten wins and ranked twenty fifth, but we all feel icky about it. You know what else was weird? Oh one Hawaii, oh. BYU's twelve and zero. Luke Staley broke his leg, and. Then it's you're not going to the Fiesta yeah. Bowl, and it's well, just I like, would say even ugh. the Mississippi, like the Mississippi State win, was like dramatic. Game. The end of the game, like yeah, kicked a long field goal, won we in won, SEC won. country. Yeah, nobody really cared. Luke Staley was out. 
The last seven Utah games have been that way, too, where it's like you thought this was going to be awesome, and then it was a loss. So hopefully this year BYU can end that streak. You can understand Get over it. Let's go. the emotions there. And for Gordon Hayward, who plays for Danny Ainge's Boston Celtics. Well, I used to feel more empathy Yay. there. <laughs> Are you excited? Daddy's at least, always excited. At least fake it. <laughs> like, what if they had opened the box and it was like LeBron with the Lakers? It'd be like, yeah, like he's more excited yeah, about that. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Today's the second World Cup semifinal pitting Mother England versus BYU Sports Nation pit Croatia for a spot in the final on Sunday. Spencer, you've openly said you're, you wanted England to do well, and here they are. Yet Croatia is kind of our pick, our team. So who are you rooting for more in this matchup? It's a win-win situation for me, first of all, because I like the three Lions. Always have, have always rooted for them. They have been, in a lot of ways, compared to the lovable losers of baseball, the Chicago Cubs, who finally ended the oh, curse of the Billy Goat. That was 100 years. This has been 30-something. Come it on. It feels that long to 40. fans of English soccer. It feels that long. Brutal. Okay, so I am thrilled to see them back in the semifinals and playing at a very high level. That said, how can you root against the BYU Sports Nation karma and Team Croatia? Well, they've already overachieved, so it depends what you want. Randomly selected. Was it random? Has has this already been the greatest manifestation of the BYU Sports Nation karma? Or if they beat England and win the World Cup, like it... That is an incredible story. And clearly, we need to take credit for it <laughs> in Provo, Utah. Yeah. yeah. Croatia's going <laughs> to honor us. Where was Kresimir Chosic from? That area. Is, yeah. is this the Kresimir Chosic effect? Like a voice from the dust. Coupled with Team Croatia? Yeah, I'm going for England. Um, how can you turn your back on the karma, though? Just random. Uh, I mean, it's so quick. I, England's a better story. It's a way better story. Croatia's random selected what? that's what makes it fantastic Eng- for the program listen england needs this that's their identity soccer football sorry they made the sport up they got this corny song from 1996 that's the anthem now like it's got to come home baby now has england has england overachieved has england yes. overachieved yes so if they lose do english fans feel like oh what a terrible disappointment yes because they were right there but in, it's the first yes. time they've been to the semifinal since 1990. So I think you could argue that England has overachieved too. Like both of these teams, it's been a success. They're two in my games mind. away from the cup. They ain't going to be satisfied right. at this point. It's not the quarters, it's the semis now. Let's bring in an expert in the matter. His name is Hayden Wallace. He is a valued member of our BYU Sports Nation team, part of our he's, student he's one staff. Of our production assistants. And, and he's he from England. Is from he England. Draped in the English flag with his <laughs> official three lines jersey on. Kiss on. to the team Come patch, on. no less. Hayden, what are your emotions like right now before the semifinal match against Croatia? What, can I? Is there a place I can just let me just drape this here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put out put out the English flag all going. over the set. Okay. First of all. Thank you, Jerem. We need that support. Yes. We need that love. You're welcome. Spencer, come on. I thought, I thought you, I heard you beginning of the World Cup. You were all for it. I am. But again, it's a win win for me. Croatia wins. <laughs> the karma legend grows. If England wins, then the team that I've rooted for forever, moving on. I'm, I feel, I mean, obviously, I mean, maybe, I don't know if you guys heard, but, but it's coming home. So I feel good about that. I feel good, but at the same time, I've, today's big game. Who knows what's going to happen? 
I think we can do it. Croatia, they're good. They got Luka Modric, even Rakitic in the midfield, but it's just it just feels special. It just feels good. What's the origin of coming home? What? Well, it's the, this 1996... 1966, right? No, 1996 song. Is right. when it came out, yeah. Yeah, and then for the 98 World Cup, essentially. But yeah, why is so, that the anthem? It's got- Well, because, you know, we invented football. It's like our thing. So football coming home is like we win it, the, the trophy's coming back, back to where it began. You know? To its originator. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about coming home. And it is. It is. And, right. and Hayden might fly home if they win today. That's, that's in the I, It's, yeah... It's a possibility. We need to start First a GoFundMe for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a GoFundMe for Hayden to get to back get to England, England for home. the World Cup final against France, potentially, if the three Lions coming home. beat yeah. Croatia? Yeah. yeah. In a lot of ways, that would ring true yeah. for you on several yeah, accounts. Well good, well, good luck. I know you're not going to watch it here, so you can uh, stream yeah, as long uh, as you want. Yeah. You'll, you'll still hear me, but I'll be like miles away. You'll yeah. just hear the cries. Okay, but answer me that, this last question. If England loses today, will this have been a successful World Cup run? Um, I think so. I think, I mean, because we won that penalty shootout against Colombia, and that was huge. We having never you got won the one. monkey off the bat. Right, yeah. That, I mean, that's been, I mean, I play football with my friends, and I'm taking penalties, and in my head, it's like, I can't <laughs> score because I'm English, but now I can. Now I can, and now it's like, I feel free from it. So, yeah. well, I mean, they, they made history. So, I mean, Hayden, for you, I. Now that we've had this conversation, I, I am willing to give up. Yeah, how, for Croatian, how fun thank the, you. How yeah. fun the karma would yeah. be. I come on, Team Hayden. That's right. Where, Hayden. Where's Team Hayden, Hayden man? And come on, come on, England. And the, All the let's way. Get the let's go. go. It's coming home. home. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. I want you to be in England for the final. <laughs> that would be awesome. Thanks for coming on. All our American students are super ticked. You've worked here for like two months and now you're on the show. <laughs> Coming up, who are the top 10 running backs BYU will face this season? A fresh 10 and 10 is in the oven. And next, an all-timer at BYU on the volleyball floor. Taylor Sander joins us fresh off another bronze medal finish, this time at the Volleyball Nations League. And he's become a father. Is, is Daddy excited? Daddy's always excited. Yeah. This is BYU Sports Nation. It's coming home. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. For the latest and greatest content from BYU Sports Nation, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you missed it the first 1,289 times, because that's the show number today, BYU Sports Nation is now a simulcast on BYU TV and it's BYU now Radio. A simulcast? Yeah. This just in? Conversation rolling on social media. That's breaking news as well. Follow at BYU Sports Nation Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Use the hashtag BYUSN whenever you want to converse with us. Answer this question of the day, if you will. Who is BYU football's number one current freak, freak athlete right now, at the current time, in the present, and why? At loyal underscore strong underscore true on Instagram. Squally Canada because he's beginning to run like Jamal Williams did. And he ran great last year. And I'm excited to see him run this year. Yeah, more UNLV performances, right? That was a great one. 213 yards. Clearly his best performance. Yeah. What does Squally Canada have? Is he even the number one guy going into the season? Battle for the running backs. I don't know, baby, but we'll know in a couple weeks. We'll hear about the top 10 running backs BYU will face in about 15 minutes. Hashtag BYUSN, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. More of your responses later in the show. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, friend of the program, all-time great volleyball player at BYU, Taylor Sander. Taylor, nice to have you back on the show. Thank you. It's nice to be back with you guys. 
Uh, you are joining us for the first time as a new father. How is it as a father, Taylor? It's amazing. Uh, it's been a fun journey so far. Um, it was nice to finish up my week with uh, the national team and get back to, to my little boy and my wife. And it's been a, a fun couple of days so far. Yeah, congratulations on the child with you and Rachel. That's very exciting. It was an interesting process for you in this Volleyball Nations League, essentially the World Championships. Um, you, you sat out the, the games until you had your child, and then you came back for the final. What was that process like? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was a difficult process. Um, you know, it was just a lot of conversations between me and my wife and then being able to talk to the coaches. And um, it was just, you know, overall I needed to be here and, and help her through the process. So it was fun. Um, I got a couple of weeks at home, was able to, you know, be in the gym working out, which, you know, we don't get that much free time. So that was big for me. And then, you know, just getting the house and everything ready for, for the guy to get here. So, um, you know, it was fun. It was not fun missing. Um, but I think, you know, it's such a special moment um, in our family's lives that, you know, it was, it was needed for me to be here. So, you know, it was, it was good overall. Have you uh, decorated your new baby boy's room with volleyball memorabilia, uh, perhaps pictures of all of your great achievements? <laughs> what's, what's going on in there? No, definitely not. No, we haven't done too much with his room yet. He's still too young. So, you know, we're going to see, you know, if we can get him into, you know, something like golf or something. That... <laughs> <laughs> Be the backup punter. We'll, yeah. we'll see. We're going to let him do whatever he wants to do. And your wife, Rachel, uh, competed in track here, so who knows? He's got an athletic future regardless. Where'd the, where'd the name Atlee come from? Yeah, a lot of, I've got that question a lot. Um, he was It was just something that Rachel came across, and, you know, we were kind of brainstorming some names, and it's something that was unique and something we haven't heard that much. And so, you know, we kind of knew that was the name from the start, I feel like, and, you know, we, we love it. Class of 2036 or so, right? But who's counting? That's right. Taylor Sander with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, How would you assess the current state of Team USA Volleyball coming off a bronze medal finish in the 2016 Olympics and then a third-place finish in the Volleyball Nations League? You know, I think it's, uh, you know, this team that we have is pretty special. Um, I think we have all the pieces uh, in place to, you know, make a run for, you know, gold at, at the World Championships, you know, at the end of this summer. And then, you know, 2020 in Tokyo, I think we're going to be there uh, competing with the best team. So, you know, I like where USA Volleyball is headed. Um, like you guys have announced, like we were hosting the, the Volley Nation League finals three years in a row, which is awesome for us because, one, that's another um, time we get to spend playing in front of our fans here, and it, it's, it means that we don't have to fly to Europe or Brazil, which is nice. And so getting us in front of our home crowd and you know, being able to have more training time here is something that we're looking forward to. And you know, USA Volleyball has really helped us out and been able to make things like that happen to, I think, help us be more successful. I imagine Chicago is probably the side of next year's, but what would it take to get the Volleyball Nations League in, in Provo somehow? Uh, or do you expect it to be in, like, uh, the Pyramid or at Poly Pavilion or something? You know, we had a, a small conversation 
um, in France with the USA Volleyball president. And, um, you know, we I brought up BYU then because I know it's sell out there. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of options. Um, they're looking at, you know, the best geographical place and where we can get the most attention. And um, so I, I hope one day we'll be able to play in Provo. I think that'd be super fun um, being able to play a match in the Fieldhouse or the Marriott Center. Um, but we'll see. I think, uh, you know, he's open to everything. So I'll try and push it on him as much as possible. That a baby. Yeah. Can you imagine selling out the Marriott Center for Volleyball Nations League? Oh, that be that would be amazing. It'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it would be. Uh, so hopefully in the future, I know there, there's a lot of talks of a lot of different places right now, um, but they're, they're going to talk with FIVB and, and get it all figured out. Taylor Sander with us on BYU Sports Nation discussing right now the Volleyball Nations League with Team USA. Both you and your brother Brendan were on the roster for VNL. You didn't actually get to play together because of the story we just went through with uh, the pending birth of your your son. Will there be a time that you feel like you and Brendan see the floor together? Yeah, I think, you know, it's been amazing being with Brendan. Um because I wasn't on all the trips, I was able to be in the gym practicing with him every day. And, uh, you know, it's special for me. It's, uh, I've been able to watch his, his growth and career through BYU. And then, um, just being able to train with him and lift weights with him and, you know, be able to teach him some things is, has been really cool. But I, I know that we have, we have two weeks off right now, but then we have a small training camp in Hawaii for a week. And we're going to do some, like, red-blue scrimmages, and I'm sure that I'll, I'll get to get out on the court with him and uh, compete a little bit. So there's Brendan, there's you, there's Jake Langlois, Ben Patch, there's assistant coach Rob Nielsen. What kind of role do you feel BYU volleyball plays in USA volleyball right now? Yeah, I think, you know, it's always going to be – BYU is going to always be a program that, you know, produces – um, USA volleyball players uh, at the at the top level. Um, just the way that we train and and stuff at BYU, I think, is um, you know what translates to the next level of volleyball. And so, you know, it's been fun having all those guys there. And um, you know, we got a lot of young guys from BYU, Brendan, Jake, and Ben. And so, just them learning the game more and and learning how to be a professional is it's funny to watch. Um, but they're doing great, and it's fun to have them in the gym with us. What's funny to watch about it? Just you know, they're they come from college, and it's I don't know, it's it's a new experience. Uh, you got to learn. Um, I guess it's not the glamorous life that people thought it was, and so you have to work <laughs> a lot harder. A lot of things are not given to you, and so you got to learn how to how to take care of yourself and. Um, and so just watching them go through that process is pretty funny. Uh, Taylor, your Swedish massage starts in 30 minutes, followed by a manicure, right? Yeah, right. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Change some diapers. Right? Hey, we'll, yeah, uh, exactly. I just I can just sit on the couch all day and hold them. It's been fun <laughs> just being home. We'll finish with this. Uh, where is home for you next year professionally? Yeah, next year I'm going to, to Brazil. Um it's a city called Belo Horizonte, and uh, you pronounced that correctly. Nice job. Yeah, and it's uh, the team's name is Sada Cruzeiro, and they they were the champions last year in the Brazilian league. So 
you know, I'm super excited for a, a new adventure and to have, you know, summer all year long, which I can't wait for. Great stuff. Taylor, it's always nice to catch up with you, man. Congratulations on uh, the birth of your uh, son. And to you and Rachel, we wish nothing but the best. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Taylor Sander on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. So he's playing in Brazil. That's cool. It means beautiful horizon. That's the name of the city. The name of the city? Mm-hmm. Champions of the Brazilian Volleyball League. There you go. But he's been all over the world. China, Italy, Brazil. Good for him. He acted like it wasn't glamorous. He's lived in China, Italy, and Brazil. <laughs> and he has a bronze medal. <laughs> I, know it's, I know it's tough, but still. Hopefully it's a gold medal after the 2020 games in Tokyo. Yes, That's what go. they're gunning for, clearly. clearly. Coming up, the secret sauce to BYU's distance dominance recently will join us in studio. Who's the number two running back that BYU will face in 2018? Because I think number one's pretty obvious, right? In fact, why don't you just run down the whole top ten, Jerem? I'll do it right now. Oh, wait, it's coming up next thing. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation friends, welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We like to call it, well, Radio Vision, which is why I said Radio Vision. See how that works? Mm-hmm. Again, we're 1,289 programs in. So so it's pretty much a flawless production at this Just point. Like sure. There's zeros, zero mistakes even in that sentence from me. What? <laughs> zeros mistakes. <laughs> I said Illinois yesterday, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> feel, we're, feel gross. Now. We're on demand anytime, anywhere. And now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Our guy, Taylor Cole, pitched two innings for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, giving up only one hit, striking out three. Attaboy, Boo. Taylor. Boo. Who did the Angels beat, Jerem? 9-3. Former Cougar volleyball star Alexa Gray led Canada with 18 points in a win versus the Dominican Republic in three sets in the semifinals of the Women's Pan American Cup. Well done, Alexa. It's a volleyball day on her, BYU Sports Nation. Her uh, sister Jordan still competes for the U.S. in sevens, by the way, and the Sevens World Cup is in a few weeks in San Francisco. Jordan's doing work, too. Represent. Peter Quest for perfection of BYU golf shot a score of 136 over two rounds. Some of you shoot that in one round. He was at Sunnyside Country Club in Fresno, California, qualifying for the 2018 U.S. Amateur. It'll be played August 13th through 19th at the storied Pebble Beach Golf Club. I thought it was the amateur this whole time. And longtime BYU men's rugby head coach David Smith and his staff have resigned. Smith led the Cougars to five national titles. Time for our Wednesday top 10 list leading up to the 2018 college football season specific to the BYU Cougars. It's 10 and 10 with Jerem Jordan. 10 lists in 10 weeks. It's Jerem, 10 and 10. Let's go. It's the top 10 running backs BYU will face in 2018. Number 10, Armand Shine, Utah. After a torn ACL in 2016 and season-ending forearm fracture in the 2017 fall camp, Shine is healthy and ready in the Utes backfield. In 2016, Shine rushed for 90-plus in three of the five games he played in. Shine Dole against the Cougars. Okay. Number nine, <laughs> Jason Huntley, New Mexico State. Huntley put up six yards of carry, 420 yards, and a backup roll as a sophomore. 35 yards a game on six carries a game. 39 catches, though, for 363 yards, two touchdowns as a receiver. 12th most receptions among running backs in the NCAA. I think Catch he's it. their best player overall. Like Probably. anybody on the team. Number eight, J.J. Taylor, Arizona, the handoff man for Khalil Tate. 847 yards last year, 5.8 a pop. 
It'd be weird to have a 60% of the time, uh, you know, rush yards from your quarterback, but that's the case with Khalil Tate there. Five TDs, Pac-12 co-offensive freshman of the year. I think he'll get more run because there's more tape on Khalil Tate. And if I'm Kevin Sumlin, I want to take some of the pressure off my quarterback by giving it to J.J. Taylor. Number seven, Marquise Young, UMass. Young posted 100-plus all-purpose yards in six games last season. Rushed for 8.3 yards per carry against Mississippi State. Averaged 125 yards a game in the final six. Nearly 1,000 rushing yards a year ago, nine TDs. 53 rush yards against BYU last season. Still not a guaranteed win at Foxborough. Number six, Salvan Ahmed, Washington. The sophomore rushed for 388 yards on 6.4 yards per carry. 14 a carry versus Oregon. Nine a carry versus Washington State. Have Husky fans stoked by the Kirkland shout-out to Costco native and heir apparent potentially to Miles Gaskin. Oh, how about that? Washington has another elite-level running back, Jerem. That's super weird. Look at that, and uh, his teammate will be coming up soon. Number five, Alexander Madison, Boise State. One of five players to rush for 1,000 on BYU's schedule. Ninth straight season, the Broncos have produced a 1,000-yard rusher. It's like they're the Denver Broncos. 12 TDs, 78 yards a game wasn't a lot. Versus BYU, though, 29 rushes, 118 yards, two touchdowns. Put up 242 and three touchdowns versus Colorado State. Boise State. Are they running back you, at least of the group of five schools? He did well individually, but as a team, they did not. It was their poorest rushing season as a team since 96, but Madison can play. Number four, Zach Moss, Utah. Moss rushed for 11.73, 5.5, and 10 touchdowns. 90 a game. Led the Utes in all-purpose yards. Five games of 100-plus, including 196 versus the rival Colorado and 141 at USC. Seventh in the Pac-12 in rushing. Against BYU, though. Moss, 11 rushes, 21 yards. BYU shut him down. Yeah, what do you get when you combine uh, Shine and Moss? A bunch of goop. So there you go. (laughs) Patrick Laird Cal is number three. He's one of three running backs to average 100 a game last season among BYU's opponents. Rushed for 11-27. 13 plays of 20-plus. Three plays of 50-plus. He's explosive. Eighth nationally in receptions among running backs. A playmaker, 53 by 100 yards. Yeah, he wor- he worries me, just like the Washington running backs do. I'm, I am very concerned about what Laird can do on the field. And number two, Miles Gaskin, Washington, rushed for 1,380 yards, 6.2 yards per carry, 21 touchdowns. He probably could have gone pro, but like me, he likes the Mariners. He's back in Seattle. Three consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. The UW career leader with 41 touchdowns, second career rush yards. He's good. You want to know the real reason Washington is projected as – legitimate top five quality team because their offense is going they to be an NFL incredible quarterback running back and uh an offensive one and they they have two running backs two you got two of your top 10 running backs BYU's going to face it in the top six two from utah as well Ugh. and the top running back BYU will face in 2018 jonathan taylor wisconsin <sighs> as a freshman jonathan taylor rushed for an ncaa freshman record 1977 yards great 2000 he beat he broke uh, adrian peterson's record 6.6 yards per carry, 13 touchdowns, 21 attempts a game. Sixth in the Heisman voting. Against the Cougars, he rushed for 128, 7 yards per carry. He's the best running back and player the Cougars will face in 2018. Yeah, I, I mentioned running back U of the group of five. How would you like to be running back U of the Power Five conferences? Wisconsin has a legitimate case. He's probably the best returning running back in the country, and he's on the schedule. That's fantastic news, Jerem. There's a reason that what like to be a top five, top ten team, you got to have a legit running back, and that's the case for both Wisconsin and Washington. JJ Taylor of Arizona came in at number eight, and the Cougars 
Well, that date's bearing down. Countdown to the Wildcats. 52 days. 52. You know, you know what the number that I'm thinking about more is to fall camp. Two and a half weeks. Is it three from three today? Weeks? Three, three weeks. from today. When they report, three weeks from today. That's exciting. That's so close. It's very exciting. That is very exciting. 52 days, not from practice, from a game, and three weeks. Not a practice, not a game, not a game. Fall camp. Yes. Our question of the day about BYU football, and we want you to zero in on the number one freak athlete for the Cougars right now. Tell us who it is and why at Twiggerstone on Twitter. Saw this season's pictures of Bo Hodge. We showed them to you at the top of the show. Looks like he has really beefed up, interested to see how explosive he can be. I'm interested to see what his role will be within BYU football. Will he get any carries at running back? That's a thought out if there. If he's the freakiest athlete, like it was discussed you, with Taysom Hill. And you like Joe Critchlow. And you like, here's the thing. A guy that had multiple concussions in a season, you want to play running back potentially? That just feels a little odd in that sense. Yet, I want the ball in Bo Hodges' hands as a runner. Like, I think he's pretty dynamic that way. So, it, it's tough. If you're looking, you know, with the health there, there's always that health concern with him to, one, stay healthy and just to minimize the long-term effect, effects of that. But in the short term, you don't want to sacrifice that. You have to balance those two ideas. Is Bo Hodge BYU's best running back? Maybe Bo Hodge is the short yardage quarterback to bring in that dynamic as a wildcat. You, you have to replace Ulatolutel. Yes, so maybe he comes in to run quarterback in those wildcat formations and BYU yeah. needs a couple of tough yards or a Could goal be. line formation. I'd I'd feel very confident throwing Bo Hodge in those situations. And then uh, we hope Zach Wilson is similar in that skill set as well. Yeah, yeah. What is Bo Hodge's role, and how much field time will Zach Wilson see with the new redshirt rules in play? Right. Mark it down for McNeese the, State. I would think the first couple games, no. Yeah. Don't why. Why? You don't need to. You don't need to. At Linehan 9 on Twitter. What up, Johnny? He says, my man, Zane Anderson. The guy is always overlooked and underrated, always performs on the field, whether it's on defense or special teams. Yeah, and he, he, he was the guy that, that was discussed this morning during our pre-production meeting as a possible, possibility here. You come up from safety. You're playing linebacker. You're versatile. He's really fast. He's really strong. Absolutely, he qualifies as a freak athlete. Coming up, a World Cup date and a big one with the final spot in the World Cup final up for grabs today. Diljeet Taylor of BYU Track and Field received her second promotion in as many years. Uh, is she bearing down on Ed Stone? Look out, Ed. She'll join us next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. If you can't watch or listen to BYU Sports Nation live at noon Eastern or the rebroadcast at 6, fear not. Download the podcast on iTunes, the TuneIn app, or Google Play, and enjoy on demand. Ah, yes. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Our daily BYUSN rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. So if you miss episode 1,289 today, yeah. it's always out there for you. I'm interested to hear if anyone's listened to or watched every one of those. Yeah, who, who is the person even, that has watched think or, producer listened has to watched or listened to all of the them. most BYU Sports Nations? Yeah. 
Who are you? Yeah. Make your case your on, on social, social media. Yeah, raise your hand on social media. Make your case on social media. Yeah. Perhaps Let's we can it. reward you with something. Spencer said, "I just want." To I'm not. Something. I'm not saying that we're going to. I'm just saying perhaps, maybe we may or may not. Our question of the day: Who's BYU football's number one current freak athlete? Tell us who and why. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. More of your responses later in the show. Joining us now: the recently promoted Diljeet Taylor. And it feels like your name and the word promotion are just becoming the norm at BYU <laughs> every year. So, yeah, exactly. So what's what's next for you? Where, where are you going after this, this promotion? This is it. This is it. This is it. Okay. What's your new official title? New official is associate head cross country and track coach. Okay. At least it's short, right? Shorter. Yeah. <laughs> you see, it's easy to remember. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What What does it mean to you to receive this promotion? Um, I'm super grateful. I think those are the two words I was looking to retweet out the announcement. And I was like, well, two words sum it up. Grateful and excited. Yeah, super grateful. To which Tom Homo said, as are we, as an entire athletic department. Uh, How does your role change, if at all, with this new title? So from the coaching standpoint, I think things are going to pretty much stay the same. Uh, Those responsibilities will be very similar to what they've been. Um, I think... Some of the things that I've already been doing the last couple of years, um, I'll be continuing to do those just to like unify our team and motivate all of the student athletes. Um, and I think behind the scenes, we'll meet as a staff and just come up with some more specific responsibilities just it, to make us better. Yeah, and it feels like the distance uh, runners have become better the last couple of years as you've been here. What kind of growth have you seen in distance specifically? Um, well, Ed Eystone's done a tremendous job ever. I think he's been here 17 years. So they've, they've always been pretty dominant. I think the women are coming back to having some national relevance, which has been exciting. And it's just bringing the culture back and establishing that. So um, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. How would you define the current state of the program within BYU track and field right now? Um, getting better. And we sent 52 athletes to West Regionals, which was tremendous. And 15 moved on to the NCAAs, which, again, was a good number for us. And we had a number of of athletes indoor getting All-American and outdoor. And I think you're just going to see that continuing to get better. Our recruiting's getting better. And um, those are all areas that I'm excited to just help get better. What is it like recruiting track and field and cross-country athletes to BYU? Because there is this kind of elevation and tradition um, thing that's there that could be advantageous, right? It, for distance runners especially, I think being at altitude, it's an easy sell. I think for sprinters, the snow and the weather and just the, just the culture, it's a little bit of a tougher sell. But Coach Perkins recruited three amazing sprinters this year that are going to do some big things, so it's, it's doable. I know it was the 90s but you just or 80s or whatever, but you just throw out Frankie Fredericks exactly. or whatever, Leonard Mills, you yeah. know, you're like, hey. It, it can, can be, be done. It can, can be, be done. done. Yes. You can, like, get a silver yes. medal, like, in the Olympics. It's awesome. Yeah. Diljeet Taylor, newly promoted associate head coach of BYU Track and Field with us on BYU Sports Nation. I won't go through the whole title. Okay. So <laughs> no, this is gonna, an hour-long program. I'm just going to shorten that, that down yeah. just a little bit. Uh, I felt like there was more excitement and more hype for BYU track and field over the last year than I have experienced in quite a while. Uh, you saw top 10 rankings and uh, different individuals ranked and in, if not number one on the top three of their specific events didn't pan out the way that they wanted to in the end. So how do you manage those expectations moving forward when it, when it was per se, and this is the word of Ed Ison, it was a disappointing finish. Well, and I think getting more and more kids to the West regionals, 
is a step is a step in the right direction. And now we're getting more and more kids to NCAA's. And now we need to have those kids at NCAA's perform. And and that's that's the final step. So we we are two thirds of the way there. And I think just with experience and um, continuing to do the small things, I think you're going to see um, see that finish. We've been discussing who the freakiest athlete for BYU football is. Who is that athlete for track and field or cross country? A Brenna Porter. Hands <laughs> no hesitation. Not, right? I don't even have to think about this. No, she's yeah, she wins that award every time. She might be the freakiest athlete for football. Why is you that? Could put her in a jersey. Why is that? Um, did you see her race with? Yeah, not many people could endure that type of stumble and still finish bleeding down the track. Um, and she just she blocks everything out, and and that's what it kind of takes to be that freak sort of athlete. Is you got to put that mental stuff, just throw that out the window. And physically, she's a monster. And so yeah, she's she's our track freakiest athlete. Holy cow! How do you teach that to somebody? You don't. You, you you don't. It's DNA. Yeah, right? you, it's, you either have it. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's it or not. Yeah. Okay, you uh, brought us a bag of almonds, or should I say almonds? Great Snickers commercial. Almonds. <laughs> almonds. Uh, uh, we don't need a good reason to receive gifts, but, but I'm going to bring gifts every time I come. Oh, that's it's great! Tradition you can come on every week. It's tradition now. It's tradition. Every week. It's tra- we'd run out of material <laughs> by next week. Typically, they're healthy things. It's so, an it's an acai bowl. It's it's almonds. You were yes. telling us this is from your parents' orchard. Yes, I was home last week for the Fourth of July and. They always send us home with, we actually drove this time, so the weight limit wasn't an issue, but they always send us home with like 30 pounds of almonds, it feels like. Um, so you guys are getting a small thank you. Small sample of we those. We will take this care of those. This is great. Thank you. We appreciate this. this we, is great. Let's be honest. We, we need, need healthy, we healthy snacks. snacks. <laughs> we need healthy snacks. <laughs> healthy snacks. Healthy snacks for the win. Delji, great to talk to you once again. Congratulations. We're thrilled about the direction of we'll go every other week. Though. Every other week. Yeah, Let's every do other it. week. Thank you. Hey, okay, watch out at Stone. Yeah. Promotions. Coming up, a big change is coming for BYU rugby. And a BYU Sports Nation World Cup date. Oh, we have that too. Croatia and England. Moments from taking the field in the semifinals. We're like an hour, but yeah. That's moments, right? <laughs> Plus our lead voice of the day. This is it's BYU coming. Sports oh, Nation. It's coming. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guest, Taylor Sander, all-time BYU volleyball great and the newly promoted BYU track and field associate head coach, Dilji Taylor, who yep. brought us some almonds. Some almonds. I had five during the break. They were great. You should save some of those for Dennis Pitta because we ran out of time. Uh, did we? Coming up this week, Lee Kamard and... And the BYU 50 box coming out. David Almodova will join us. Tell us about that. And the BYU student who's a Team USA weightlifter. Ooh. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the major leagues. Taylor Cole pitched two innings for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, giving up a hit while striking out three in a 9-1 win over my Seattle Mariners. Volleyball. Former BYU women's volleyball standout and All-American Alexa Gray leading Team Canada with 18 points as they defeated the Dominican Republic three sets to none and advanced to the semifinals of the Women's Pan Am Cup. Golf. Peter Quest shot a 136 over two days at Sunnyside Country Club in the Fresno, California to in the Fresno <laughs> qualify for the 2018 <laughs> U.S. Amateur. The Amateur will be played August 13th through 19th at Pebble Beach Golf Club. Rugby. I am from the Saratoga the, Springs. The Fresno. Longtime BYU men's rugby head coach David Smith. And his staff have resigned. Smith led the Cougars to five national titles. 
Athletics News. BYU announces the BYU 50 box schedule for every state. Follow at BYU Cougars for the latest on when the box and swag is dropping in your state. And Friday, we'll talk to David Almodov about it. Yeah, huge Cougars in the minors. Huge partnership with uh, Nike there. Who doesn't like Nike stuff? Colton Mahoney pitched two scoreless innings for the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. He struck out two, gave up no hits. Jerem, let's do it, man. We're about an hour away from the second World Cup semifinal. It is your daily World Cup date. Today in Russia, is football coming home? Football's coming home. It's coming. BYU Sports Nation's official randomly selected team, Croatia, is facing the three Lions of England in the second semifinal. Winner gets France in the World Cup finale. Who do you, I mean, who do you go for here? I know... Jeremy I go for and I, the United States of America. We are inclined to go for Team like Hayden, who is a student I like staff member of BYU Sports Nation. Going for England. Yeah, I, I want it for Hayden. I'm also going for these almonds. But if they don't, the manifestation of the karma continues to a new unprecedented level. That's super neat. Isn't it? Yeah. These almonds are good. <laughs> you should not eat almonds Why on no? the air. Why no? It's typically yeah. not good for your throat. Your speaking voice. Show's over in 45 days. <laughs> it's not over yet, though. Basically, over for me. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Joji Taylor for bringing these almonds. Oh, stop it. It's almond. Now I right. feel like the guy on the Snickers commercial. What? These almonds are good. I'm going to jump off the desk. Not even that high. Our elite voice of the day. Freakiest athlete of BYU football. Played golf with Mighty Mo Longy a few weeks ago, and I've never actually heard a golf ball weep before. (laughs) So obviously it's Mo Longy. He said, nor the golf cart, but that's neither here nor there. Really good almonds. For Jeremy Spencer, shout out to Bruce Jenny. See you tomorrow.